Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Crazy Cool Family podcast people, do you want to be the most amazing family you could be? The most amazing parents you can be? The most crazy cool family-parents you can be? We have this amazing resource we call Basecamp. What is Basecamp? Basecamp is more than a podcast. It's more than a YouTube video. It's more than a Facebook post. It's more a mem- than a website. Yes. It's more, more, more. It's, it's a <laughs> membership site. It's actually an invitation for you as parents to come in and learn and learn from our 30 plus years of experience when it comes to parenting. It's filled with all sorts of videos about all the things that you need to or you could learn about how to be a crazy cool family. So all you have to do, it's so easy to sign up. It's free. And that's a really good price. and, And you have access. Yeah. You have access to all of our content. Every day, 24-7, on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop. All you got to do is go to Basecamp.CrazyCoolFamily.com. That is Basecamp.CrazyCoolFamily.com. Don't forget the dots, dot, dot. And it takes two minutes to sign up, and you'll start getting our weekly emails, our weekly Basecamp newsletter emails, as well as have access to all of our courses. You can do it in your small groups. You can do it individually. You can do it with your spouse. Basecamp is the way to learn to be a crazy cool parent. So come on in. Come be a member for free. Yep. We can't wait to connect with you. Hello, Crazy Cool Family listeners. Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. You know, usually we do like a parent to kid thing where we're going to tell you how to parent better or tell you how to have your siblings be best friends. Or today we're going to kind of take a step back. Or up. Or forward. (laughs) Well, and what I mean by back is we're going to talk about something we don't usually talk about. And that is just, but it's at the top of our Crazy Cool Family house. Uh, In the show notes, we're going to put our Crazy Cool Family house in there to remind you of this. But it is, we're going to talk about today, pursuing God. So today, this isn't anything about your kids. This isn't anything about your family. This is just about you and God. Yeah, and your relationship with God. And so yeah, when your relation when your relationship is tied to God, then it does definitely drip down to your family relationships, to your spouse and to your kids. Which is why it's at the top of our house. Yeah. It's but, our number one commitment in Crazy Cool Family. Pursue yeah. God. And but today let's just dig into pursuing God. What does that look like? To pursue God. And, and, you know, if you're a person that knows us, you know that uh, that's really super important to us. We talk a lot about the family, which is also super important (laughs) to us. But we realized a long time ago that our most important relationship is God. And that the the way we um, do best in life is to present the healthiest version of ourselves to everyone. 
And I think that so many times that we get caught up in life, in the busyness of life, if we've got little kids or or medium-sized kids or big kids, or if we have a job or if we have a house or if we have a car or if we have a pet, I mean, it goes on and on and on. We have all of those. (laughs) All of those things add up to a lot add up to a lot of activity, add up a lot to do. And I think that a lot of the times what that creates is a distraction. Oh, yeah. Between that number one relationship between us and God, the number one, the best, our best relationship is the one that becomes, I feel like, sidelined more than any of the others because all the other things are screaming, take care of me, feed me, fix me, you know. Well, and, you know, I think it we we tend to get distracted in – what we're created for. We think that we're created to mm-hmm. be a father or we're created to be a husband or we're created to be a worker or we're yeah, created to... So know. that is a good question. What are we created for? Yeah. And I think that it's a really good idea to just take a minute and ask yourself that question. What What am I created for? You know, why, why am I here? And it's... And it's not to have kids, and it's not to maintain the house, and it's not to, while all that stuff have is... sex. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all that stuff is a sideline bonus, and it's great, and it enhances life, and it makes life great and wonderful, but that's not the purpose why we're here. You know, uh, we're going to get into some points of what it boils down to, but it just reminds me of a quote that a long time ago, it's, it's attributed to a, a guy named St. Irenaeus, I think is his name, and he said... The glory of God is man fully alive. Mm. That when we are alive, and, and, and what does it mean? And the reason I bring it up is because what does it mean to be fully alive? What does it mean to really deeply connect with God and to, uh, to, to be who you were created oh, to so be? So good, so good. And so I think that connects with the scripture, choose, choose life. so that you and your children may live, but choose life. Well, what is life? What does it mean to choose life? And I can't help but think to choose life is to choose God, is to to choose the ultimate creator himself. When we choose God, when we choose to live for God, when we choose to serve God, when we choose to pay attention to God, when we choose to give him our, our time and our effort, then when we choose to know God, that's what I think it boils down to, don't you? Is that's what we're created for, is to know God. Yeah, I wanted to give him that reference of just Deuteronomy 30. Uh, it says, you know, this day I call heavens and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord God. Listen to his voice and hold fast to him for the Lord is your life. What is man fully alive? It's with the Lord. The Lord is your life, and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Lord is our lives. When when we are fully alive, the Lord is our life. And that's why it says in Matthew, take the narrow road. It says all these things that command us to pursue God. Right. And to know God and not, I mean, when you, when we pursue God, then we know him. And so what does it even mean to know God? What does that, what does that look like in your life to know God? Uh, you know, our pastor just did a, um, a series or a sermon on praise, doing a series on the ancient paths. And, and one of them was about prayer. So we were talking about that this morning. What does it mean to know God in prayer? And, you know, I just picture knowing God as 
sitting. I, I just pictured God as three different people: God, <laughs> Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And kind of when I, I think when I really know God and I appreciate God, I'm sitting in a room with three guys, mm. and we and they they're my authorities. And I know they're special, and That's I good. know there's something that I need to be reverent with, but they're also just kind of regular dudes <laughs> that that want that, that and they and good old sit, boys. Well, maybe yeah, kind of carrying a shotgun, you know. Whatever, you know. If you're in Texas, he's for sure sharing a kind of carrying a shotgun. Driving a pickup. You know, yeah, what, once no, again, no, if you're in Texas. No, no, no. no. But what I mean is, they're like they're not judging me, you know, yeah. and and yeah. they're they're, they're for me. Yeah. And, and remember, if you if you have a conversation around some guys that maybe they're your peers, and certainly God is our peers, but they're you think they're for you and they're with you and they have advice for you, and it's just kind of a conversation. And then the other thing about it is, is a lot of times when I really feel like I know God is when I receive His love, mm, and it good. and it literally transforms the way transforms the way I feel because. When I know that my creator loves me mm-hmm. and he's sitting across from me and just saying, hey, Don, I'm for you. I love you. Yeah, you know, and, and what, hey, God, what's the, you know, and giving me wisdom and insight. I feel like I can, I can go conquer the world, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's, that's the way good. I feel like when, when I love God, that's the way it works is there's a, it's, it can't be for me. And sometimes I do like when I worship, sometimes I picture God maybe like above me. But, but I really, you know, when I pray and I think about knowing God, it's really about just God being here with me That's good. as a, as a, per, as a being, but somebody that, that is just more of a, of a person instead of this, you know, just something way above me. I what about you? That. I love that. Um, yeah. So for me, I love the word no. Um, and I think here on this earth, I just keep searching to be known. Like I want my husband to know me or my kids to know me, or if my friend brings me a gift, like today, Maddox and I were talking and I was trying to figure out the name of a song that I, that I used to love and I couldn't, I'm terrible at that. And so it was like this big giant riddle. And I gave Maddox like two or three little clues and he totally started singing the song. And I was like, Oh, I feel so known and to feel known is to be loved. And right. so that's, if I feel that way, then how much more is it if I know God? I mean, obviously he knows me. He knit me together in my mother's right. womb. He, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. He knows all the hairs on my head. I mean, right. scripture, scripture, scriptures line up to what he knows about me, but what do I know about him? Right. And so when I start paying attention to him and thinking, okay, he is the one true God. He is the creator of the universe. He is the lover of my soul. He is. And I think about who he is and how he is known and what he knows, then it makes me want to know Well, and even today we were in our our group at church this morning and we were talking about the message and the prayer and stuff. And um, it comes down to, that's why we, it's one of the major reasons we read God's word because we get to know God. And the reason I brought up this morning is because I was talking to these guys and and then we were talking about prayer, and I just I was bringing up just a lot of concepts of scripture, and I don't know where I don't, can't remember when I just like with a friend, you don't know when you learn this about them or whatever, <laughs> right. but you just know things yeah. that you know we've been studying the Bible and doing church stuff and doing small groups for 30, 40 years. And so there's just things you we've picked up along the way, the way that we know God. And so, you know, it was like, oh, well, this comes to light and this comes to light. And that just made me think that, yeah, that's because that I know God, that 
that we get, you know, I, I get the benefit of that because, and, and I think that God loves that when we know him. Yeah. And so just to wrap up the, to know God and talking about that, the, um, our pastor shared the scripture Sunday with us, John 17, three. Now this is eternal life that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. And it was the answer to why are we here? Why are we created? What is this for? It's John 17, three, if you want to know. Oh yeah. Yeah. I said it in this. Oh, you did? Yeah. (laughs) That's okay. Now you know. John 17, three. Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Tag, 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 tag. Um, Eternal life though. And so, and I, I just started thinking about that. Eternal life starts right now. We don't have a relationship with God for the future, for what's going to happen later in life when we die, you know, Mm -hmm. afterwards. It's actually right now. It goes back to where we started the whole thing, choose life. Right. And so anyway, so that's to know God for sure. And another way to um, really uh, answer the, remember we're answering the question, what are we created for? We're, We're looking to pursue God. What does it mean to be fully alive? Well, we also praise God. You know, yes. that, uh, Psalm 67, 3 says, may the peoples praise you, God. May all the peoples praise you. Um, you know, Scripture's full of even heaven. When it says when we go to heaven, if we want to bring heaven to earth, yeah. like we we're talking about here, that this is eternal life if we bring heaven to earth. What do we see? You know, we, we kind of picture us being in white robes and all we do is sing to God all the time, but that's really not it. But, but part of it's, it's, I'm going to have Carrie Underwood's voice when I get to heaven. <laughs> that's what I'm going to praise with. Right. Not the one will. I have now. <laughs> I'll bet you will. And you know, it's not about just walking around praising God all the time, but there is an element in our life of praise. And when we praise, you know, we talk about this with the family a lot. Right. That we want you to be, a, we want you to encourage and praise your children. Why? Because it, it, and we want that we want them to encourage and praise each other. We want you to encourage and praise your spouse. Why? Because it brings life. Yeah. And it, so that's why we praise. Yeah. And so, what does it look like in your life to praise God? Ah, uh, wow. Okay, wasn't ready for that. Uh, I should have been, but I wasn't. But, uh, you know, I got to think about that for a second. But um, Well, so an easy one while you're thinking. An easy one is just church, just going to church, making that a regular yeah. basis and um, praising, singing, singing worship songs with the people, <laughs> with the body. I just, for me, that just feels like the, I feel like I feel God's presence more in that moment. I feel known and knowing God more when I'm with God, a body of people that are singing unto the Lord. Yeah. I've learned a lot about praising God. I remember growing up in my little Baptist church and we would sing our three hymns and hymns are great. They can be sung as praise songs to God. Oh, for sure. A lot of times in my little Baptist church, we didn't sing them as praise songs. <laughs> you sang them as because you got to get through them. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it was like it was dead. It was kind of, it didn't have a lot of, uh, and it was like nobody sang them with enthusiasm. And I remember thinking. And the, and the organ, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. dun. Is and this I, a funeral, yeah. a wedding, are well, we praise? What are we doing here? And they were talented people, I mean, but they just didn't have a lot. And I remember thinking as a kid, Okay, we go to football games oh, and we cheer and we do all this great we're stuff. We're so excited. And we're so excited about our team. And then we come to church and we are supposed to be reverent. I get that, but it's also, well, 
what about? And then I started reading more, and it's like David. He danced. Yes, I was about to say. Yeah, I mean, it's like made I, his wife mad. He danced so <laughs> danced, so unto the Lord. Yes, so unto the Lord. So so unto his. Banished her. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of clothes on. I don't think. But but you know, just then I got into the church we go to now, and and I think there's all different kinds of ways to praise God. It's not like you have to have the 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 most latest praise song or whatever. Right. But. Man, I did learn a lot. I was taught by people just how to express ourselves to God in a in, through song as well as through. Do you remember prayer. the first time you held your hand up in the air to praise God? I don't remember the first time, but I remember going through that stage of uh, do doing, I, do I yeah, not, yeah. and yeah, um, getting comfortable yeah. with it. Yeah, if you ever want to watch a really funny <laughs> video, go YouTube Tim Hawkins and do praise music or it, praise. I don't know. I don't need pray. Just do praise. It'll show up. He makes fun of all the different motions people do in praise and worship. It's hilarious. Tim Hawkins, you can uh, you can go uh, Google or look it up on YouTube. It's really funny. But so I just think even that right there, I think that, I mean, one of the ways that we can praise God is through laughter and yeah. through joy. And I mean, I know that... Um, when when our children are happy, I mean, you just you just like things like that. I think those are praise unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. I do, I do too. I think laughter is. Um, I think it should be um, you as a as a father and as a mother can so bring honor and praise to God by bringing laughter and joy into your home, into your life. I mean, is that if if you're walking around just always beaten up or always down or always thinking negatively about things, then, man, that is not praising God, you know, yeah. praising his creation, praising the, the the attributes he's put into your life. Yeah. I mean, I think even, I mean, just to even dial a laughter down to just a smile, I think a smile brings praise and glory unto the Lord. He wants us to smile about his creation, smile about who he's made us to be, and and smile about where he's put us in life. He, I mean, I just think that even a smile. And then um, words, of course. I mean, yeah. you know, thank you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. I remember the first time I heard bless you, Lord, that really messed with me because I'm like, no, no. I don't bless the Lord. I don't have the authority to bless the Lord. The Lord blesses me. The Creator doesn't bless the create. The created doesn't bless the. But creator. just think about it, though. Think about how does a two-year-old bless you? Yes. You know how does a how does a child bless you? I mean, that's one of the reasons I think God gave us children is because they they make us delight, and He delights in us. He, that's the reason that's good. He, he calls Himself Father. Yeah, because he because we can resonate delight. with that role. We understand yeah. role, and if he's got that role, then we under, can it, connect with like, him. It's kind of like you know, we don't need to have that kid, but once we do, we delight in that kid. That kid is actually there's nothing that kid brings to us. It doesn't bring us any money. Bring us <laughs> Worth, any, you know, yeah, <laughs> value. But, but they, he brings us that child. He or she brings us such delight and blessing. I yeah. mean, it really is a blessing. Yeah. A hug so around the neck and a laughter. Yeah. yeah, and so that's exactly right. So I started blessing the Lord. Lord, I bless you. I praise yeah. you. I thank you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. I honor you. I value you. And just saying I laugh those at you. things. <laughs> yeah, I laugh with you. Yeah. You know. I mean, think about that. God's got the best of humor he created the giraffe yeah he created the elephant i mean they're just the most bizarre ridiculous creatures yeah. we went to 
the zoo the other day <laughs> for my birthday. And in actually, Colorado, it, highly it, recommend the yeah. Col- Colorado Springs Zoo. Yes, and I got, I got they had a deal where you're on a platform, and I got to pet the head of a giraffe. Yeah, I mean, it licked dr- you, didn't it? No, no it didn't oh, lick it. <laughs> I think you yeah. moved out of the way, yeah. or it would have. It was, uh, it was so fun. It's like this big, tall beast was coming up, and I got to pet him. It was, uh, it was a really cool experience. Yeah, and um, you just got to see their big, giant, long necks, and you just have to laugh. You just yeah. have to say, we just praise you, Lord. So, um, you know, okay. as we the, the last thing we want to talk about today, we talked about just knowing God. And remember, just backing up, we're talking about what, why are we created? We think of on all the busyness. Let's just slow down and say we love God, we know God, we're going to praise God. We just want to strengthen that line, us to God. That's what we're yeah. doing. And then in Crazy Cool Family, our, our key verse is, is Matthew 22, 37 through 40. It says, love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, and mind. But the second part is this, love your neighbor as yourself. And yeah. part of loving God and being fully alive is to love others and tell them about God. And to receive God's love. That's what I think about is just that we've got to, we take from God and we give to God. Um, John 13, 34, 35 says, a new commandment I give to you, love one another just as I have loved you. You are also called to love one another. Yeah. By this, all people will know you're my disciples because, and, and it really is. I mean, just like Suzanne said, go to somebody and just smile at them. Bring them a smile, bring them love, bring them something, you know, look out for them. Just ask them about themselves and don't talk about you. Oh my goodness. We were, we went uh, shoe shopping the other day and um, I have been made it a point and an effort to do this right here, to love others. And I might not get to the point where I can talk about God because I might not be there long enough, but I can definitely connect with them and love them or show them love or kindness or something. And so we were talking to the sh- uh, lady that Don was ordering some shoes from her. And I just said, so how is your day? And, and, and she just basically just said that life is really hard. I mean, she just started sharing. It's hard. It's hard wearing the mask. It's hard breathing. My watch keeps telling me to breathe. (laughs) And she goes, and people are mean right now. They're just so mean. And it's like, oh, we're missing it. We're not, we're missing pursuing God and not getting filled up with his love to love others. And I think that, and I have found that I walked out of there as I encouraged her and loved her. I walked out of there encouraged and loved because I was filled up with love because I had activated God's love in me and gave it to her. And so I just think that God calls us to do that. He says to go and make disciples of all nations, you know, to be a fisherman of men. He he tells us to go out and to and to love, to be filled up with his love and to give it out. Yeah, he says in Philippians 2, he says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. And that's how you love people, is you value them above yourself. Yeah. And, and and we think, well, that means I'm supposed to not think of myself. No, it's just that it, it really isn't that we think of ourselves less. It's that we really don't. We don't think of ourselves, but we think of others. What are their just needs? What are their others. desires? Yeah. yeah. And, and so a question. You were yeah, go ahead. No, no, go I was going to ask you, but ask you guys too. Who is it in your life that you're loving and telling about God? Uh, let's see. So I think a lot of that for me, um, well, part of this is what we're doing today. You know, we, we spend a lot of time developing, I think, um, you know, uh, the technology that goes out and blesses a lot of people. So that's a platform God has given us. But also just, you know, at my workplace, yeah. and, um, you know, there's a um, it was funny the other day. Um, they the, the girls were 
um, showing something to um, some of the guys, and they were like, "But don't take it by Don's office, you know, because <laughs> there's a there was because they know what I stand for, and they know oh, that so it maybe wasn't appropriate. It or wasn't, oh yeah, it absolutely wasn't <laughs> oh, appropriate. Exactly, okay, okay. And, it was not G-rated. No, it was not G-rated <laughs> at all. And um, but I, I, you know, I just I, I at first I kind of got I, I was like, oh, I'm cool. I'm one you of them. Yeah. Uh, but, I can be R-rated, but I realized that you know it's 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 somewhat you know the way that I approach work. It's good, which is you know I, I'm not gonna. They know kind of what I stand for or whatever there, and so that's a place where I I love people. And it's not about really what I stand for. They just know that that I, I'm going to live a certain life, yeah, a certain way. And so dads out there, um, husbands out there, men out there, that's one of the places you're, you're loving God is that's one of the places where you're, you're, you're showing people is your people that you work with. And just to brag on Don for just a second, we walked into church and I am, I'm not, I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert. And I, I would say I am shy, but I don't know that I can really hide behind that. But needless to say, I just don't talk to quite as many people as Don does, but we literally get out of the car and he is talking to the guys that are helping park the car all the way to the guys that are holding the doors to the find somebody to walk in with he's what well, you've talked to at least 10 or 15 people on the way just patting them on the back and how you doing and connecting with them all along the way and so don you're really good at showing god's love fishing for men you're really good at sharing what god has given you to everybody that you run into it's a it's a beautiful ex external no 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 extrovert gift that extrovert, you have <laughs> yeah. well i appreciate that it's it's um I, I like i think that we owe people are important right and and if we see them and and i think what what you do well is just really focusing on that person and drawing them out just like the we were i was at the same shoe store and i'm like hey i need you to take my order i need you to i mean i, I need you to work for me let's let's don't let's don't do let's don't let's we okay great you got a life okay whatever but i need my shoe order done here's my credit card let's make that happen and then right behind me she was like Hey, I was listening to her. I was like, oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a female male thing too. But I also want to just talk about maybe that who in my life I'm loving and, yep. and just speak to you mamas. It's our kids. And that's our focus. That's who we're going after. Those are the ones that are our numbers, one, two, three, four, five, however many kids you have. Those are those the, those are the people we're discipling. Those are the ones we're fishing for. Those are the those are the people that God has put in our lives to show them that God loves them, to show them that God created them, to show them how to know God and to show them how to praise God. And so those are the ones that we get to do those, which is nice and simple because they're under our roof. Well, and we <laughs> we see them when they wake up and we put them to bed at night and so we have a lot of influence and we tell parents a lot is hey show your kid a god worth following yeah you know is what kind of kid what kind of god is your kid seeing through you and i don't mean that as anything to make you feel guilty it's just hey you get an opportunity you get an opportunity to show them the god the, the god of the universe that's amazing that loves in an amazing way and loves you and just 
then you let that fill you up so we can go pour that out into our kids. Yeah, and so as we wrap up, I want to go off of that and say that right there, that it's the starting point. It's the beginning relationship. We have to have that relationship with God. I see it as the springboard, and we we springboard off of that relationship. God gives that as our starting point of you love me first. And then what's so amazing, too, is that in the return, God fills us with his love, which then we can give out. And so it's it's a starting place, but it's also the, the filling place, well, that relationship with God. On the flip side of that is what's happening to so many of you as parents right now is you don't have anything in the tank. Yeah. And you're trying to live as if you do have something in the tank. Right. When you From don't. your successes or your busyness or whatever it is that the world's telling you is valuable, we we try to get meaning from that, and it's not. Or you're <laughs> just spent, you're tired. You, you know, we, we talk about how, you know, we and we're tired because we love our kids, and we're going to take care of those kids, and we're going to do all those things to for them. We don't ever see parents that don't, quote, unquote, love their kids, but yet they're also you know, doing things that are frustrating them and their family because they just are spent. So let's wrap it up where we started. Your, your relationship with God is the most important. It's what gives you life. Yeah. And, and the glory of God is man fully alive. So choose life, putting all these scriptures and sayings all together. And it means mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Go pursue God. It's yes. at the top of the house for a reason. And when you do, you're going to have the fruits of the Spirit in your life. You're going to have the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, all those things so that you can give to your family. And you can, not only that, it's just the best life. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 7, he said, the narrow road leads to what? Leads to life. And it's life for you first. And if you're thrilled about life, then it's going to flow over into everything else in your life as well. Yeah, and so it, it doesn't have to be overwhelming and it doesn't have to be huge. Just as soon as this podcast, as soon as you finish listening to this podcast, just stop and say, I love you, God. You know, what do you have to say to me? You know, I bless you, God. Yeah, I want to know you, God. I want you to know me, God. Just just say something to him and he's going to respond back to you. Yeah, I hope this has encouraged you. I hope this has made you say, you know what? Yes. I want to pursue God. Yes. I want to be fully God is alive good all the time. I want to be <laughs> I want to be all that God wants me to be and I want to have a relationship with him. So, uh, no no not even any parenting talk today. Just <laughs> just about pursuing God. So, I uh, hope this blesses you and we will see you next time. Go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com.